Hi, everyone, and welcome to Southland Speaks, a podcast where we invite our Southland peers to share their stories and insights on topics that will help you grow as a leader and as a person. Happy holidays, everyone. As with many people, this time of year is a time of reflection for us, and we thought, what better way for us to wrap up this first season of Southland Speaks than to highlight the numerous takeaways and different insights we received from our guests over this year. And that's how we've structured this last episode. We're going to take a look back at the many things we've learned over the year, highlighting clips of each episode to give any new listeners a taste of what they may have missed and to serve as a refresher to those who have been tuning in all year. You can use the details of the video and stream to identify which speaker and episode are being highlighted at any time. Before we get started, John and I want to make sure that we thank all the guests who gave us the opportunity to sit down with them and help them share their stories this year. Without them, this season wouldn't have been a success. And of course, we want to thank all of you who tuned in to listen to the episodes, and we hope that you took something away, at least one thing away, from each one. Now let's dig into these clips. One of the things that was fascinating to me as I was looking back and listening back on the different clips from the different episodes was how different themes started to emerge. And that's how we've structured this last episode is by looking at the diff some different themes and what people had to say about those. And specifically what we saw were there were a lot of comments about mindset and inclusive leadership and core values. And um, I just think it's amazing because we didn't set out, you know, kind of focusing on those areas, but it's kind of just part of our culture, I think. And those kinds of things just came out as we were we're talking with all of our all of our guests throughout the year. And what we're going to start with is mindset. And and what we're going to start off with is mindset. And we're going to hear from five of our guests here. And it's ranging, you know, mindset can be such a big topic. This is you have some people talking about the growth mindset, some people talking about how your mindset impacts your performance, and you know, just um having that learning approach to all of your different experiences. So let's see what our guests had to say. Um, definitely getting in the right mindset. Um, I I know I had a few big baby breakdowns of uh, why did I do this? It's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> nobody should be doing this to themselves. Um, and I, I had to keep telling my coach that I thrive on positive affirmation. So just tell me that you're proud of me and tell me I'm doing a good job and I'll stick with anything. Um, so that helps a lot. Um, but that getting in the right mindset, I don't think there's anything harder than that, even with work. I mean, if you're if you show up and you know you're going to have a bad day, you're going to have a bad day. So right. making sure that you can go into something with enough time for yourself to be like, OK, I'm I know what I'm signing up for. I can do this. I'm capable. That's that's the biggest game changer. The the the, the other piece we touched on a little bit um earlier in the conversation was the time commitment and being able to be realistic on, on what you're willing to uh, invest. And, you know, goals are a personal investment. It's something that you're doing, to, you know, to invest in yourself and the folks around you. And it takes time and, you know, you, time is, is a valuable thing in what we do. We're very busy people. So if you're not creating space for that growth uh, and being realistic on the onset, uh, the likelihood of it happening is, is low, right? And so if if I want to be better at the computer or I want to be better at mentoring someone or, okay, well, what time am I willing to do? And what does that look like in my schedule? And can I free up a couple hours a week and be consistent 
to create that space uh, to do the mentoring or to do the training. And then from that, breaking down maybe another goal, what that training looks like and developing a, a, a plan for that. Um, well, I think, first of all, I think you're right on point with uh, there is no destination. There's only waypoints. You know, there's yeah. only stops along the way. And if, you know, when I was a Boy Scout leader for my son, we used to use that analogy of hiking to different peaks. As soon as you get to one peak, you see a, a couple other peaks. Yeah. And I think that my the career and all of our careers are that same way. You're only you're, you can only look so far ahead, and um, and enjoy the path that you're on, and learn as much from it as you can. Yeah. So along the path, there was different opportunities to um, try something new, um, and and I would approach each one of those with a with a level of interest. So I kind of pivoted to something that I was interested in learning. Uh, tried to identify what I was going to learn from those different experiences. Um, and even though it wasn't planned out ahead of me, like, like we may plan out certain roles. Show some vulnerability, you know, because it's important, uh, because, you know, if, if they're doing their, if your manager's really doing their job, they'll, they won't think any questions too stupid or, or you should know that it's just, um, being honest and, and open and that, that shows a level of maturity because, you know, I've seen some of some of some of the people I mentor here spend hours struggling over a simple problem where we can solve it in a five minute conversation mm-hmm. and then they're on to the next thing. So I, I think those two takeaways talking and don't not being afraid to um ask for ask a question and then you know for managers be open and 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 help you know the people who are younger in their career you know be open and 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 where they they can feel free to reach out to you and and talk and then the second one has to do with confidence um I think it's really easy, especially at the lower levels coming into an organization to kind of want to hang out in the background um, and maybe do some kind of comparison game with yourself and others that is never good for your confidence. Um, And I would say, you know, just step up, try, do it, do it with confidence and see what happens. And usually that's worked out for me when I do go into situations knowing that it is something I can handle and something I can figure out and I am going to make mistakes and that's okay. Everybody does that. Next, we're going to focus on inclusive leadership. And, you know, I think while inclusive leadership falls in line with a lot of our core values that we've already been focusing on, we've definitely have had a more deliberate focus on inclusive leadership this year. And it shows, and I think in in what our guests are saying, we have a number of people in here talking about welcoming ideas from others, see others seeking their feedback, you know, just being curious in general, humble. And, you know, I think they're, they all have a lot of really good things to say. And so, so let's hear what their thoughts are on inclusive leadership. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a uh, special in teams and where we are in order to be successful at it. You, you got to be able to, you have to have a little bit of thick skin and, and, understand that 
it's for the best of the team and also to to help you grow or, or improve right. right and and it's tough right you know life 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 is tough and sometimes nobody wants to hear that you you you're not doing or you're not performing correctly but if if you have the the strength to take that comment feedback and figure out a way to to uh, to correct it or improve upon it uh, that's that makes seems very efficient exactly and and I and I believe that the the leader even sets that tone and you may yeah. have people that aren't afraid to talk which is great right they're gonna they're gonna step up and say something regardless and that's important uh, but but making that clear that as a leader, and I've always told people this, and I think it's helped me in many ways, is being the leader doesn't always mean you're the smartest person in the room, right? You have a role, just like everyone else does. And maybe it's the front, and that's okay. Everyone, You have to have someone leading the pack. But it doesn't mean that, that you're necessarily the sharpest. And you have to have that kind of humility to even understand that. Yeah. I didn't get picked for my being the, the brain here. I got selected for other reasons, and I understand that. So I need a team of people that are willing to like do their part and at the end of the day we all look great it's not about one person looking great it's about the team and when your team knows that that's your mission that's how you function then they're gonna they're gonna help you be successful because they do know that their your success is tied to theirs when it's the opposite yeah it doesn't matter if that person fails or not because yeah i'm really not a part of it anyway so maybe they don't really help you or support you or give you all that they could because they don't feel like it would matter. And again, those things like recognizing that your team is an asset for you and, and, and how they help you achieve the goals you have and you need them to participate, to show up um, emotionally and physically and all those things to really accomplish the task, then you really understand how to get things done and really accomplish things in a way that uh, supports whatever that effort is in a way that is yeah. really rich um, and enriching for other people too. Well, I, I think it starts with, you know, having, having that mutual respect for what, you know, that person's job entails. Right. Uh, I think you, you have to make a concerted effort to, to really kind of reach out and, and is everything good? What can I help you with? Um, you know, just start the conversation, try to really understand, you know, what the challenges are that, that your field leaders are facing. And, and, it, and it, it, that, that's a, it's an, it's an art to it, right? It's not a, a science. It, it's, it's learning people and, and, and everything, everybody's different. It's a very, in construction, we're a very ego driven alpha dog type of mentality and project, right? And I think Southland brings a lot, more, a lot more of the soft skills and trying to think about our lean mentality and IPD mentality and collaboration. Yeah, you can still be uh, an alpha dog, but great leaders are, are the ones that welcome ideas from others and able to adjust to that. So it's, it's good to have that. Now leverage those other skills with other people. So, yes, continue to be a leader, continue to drive what we have, but flex and think outside of your personality to bring the best in you and the team. I mean, we all kind of still talk to each other and like, hey, we bounce ideas off each other. Even um, one of my coworkers, um, another PE that was on Resort World with me, he moved to MAD. 
And so we still kind of keep in touch and um, we kind of bounce ideas off each other. Like, hey, what would you do in this situation? Hey, I have um, X, Y, and Z problem. Like, I just need some advice. And so we are like kind of a sounding board for each other. And it's not just with me and him. It's with, you know, everybody I've worked with. So yeah. it's been kind of like a building a community as you go. So no, that's awesome. Kind of, it's been great, um, especially with like the foreman and everyone, how everyone's like willing to help you learn and help you, you know, grow. I mean, there's opportunities here that I don't think I would have had elsewhere. I went elsewhere. Yeah. So. You know, our, our journey in life is all about discovering what our gifts are, honing them in so that we can make an impact. And um, so early on, just soak up as much as, as, uh, as you can. None of us know it all. And what I've learned is over time, I, I continue to realize how little I know. Um, so early on, just soak it up. You know, get involved in meetings. Ask questions. So, and, and along those same lines is, you know, just simply be curious. Yeah. You know, enter, seek to really understand and enter, enter a problem or a situation or an opportunity with, with immense curiosity. Understand how people work, understand how different perspectives um, never stop learning and, uh, you know, continue to feed your mind. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think those two things are kind of rolled up into one is to, you know, soak it all up and, and be right. here. Because um, over time, you'll you'll start to discover what you like. And I think we talked about this, is, is being curious. So asking mm -hmm. people questions. Um, challenge yourself. As you're in the group, be a part of the group. Don't separate yourself because you're the leader and think that you have to have all the answers. Be inquisitive. Be willing to learn from the people that are in the group that may not know a darn thing about what you're talking about, but recognize that that might be an opportunity for you to learn something new because they have, their perspective is so different than yours. And so just being willing to, to open up, um, be willing to encourage people to motivate them to share, be the example of what you want to see um, and remain curious so that you get people to challenge themselves as well as others in the group and recognize your leadership is not about you being at the point, but you're all like at a table together yeah. learning as a team. And last, we're going to hear how our guests talked about our core values in our different episodes. And what was interesting about this is I definitely, you know, we didn't start off the year thinking, hey, we're going to do this review episode at the end and we're going to highlight all of our core values. It's just kind of how it showed out. And um, while these clips don't include each of our core values, I think if we listened back to our interviews with our guests, we would easily be able to find clips that related to all seven of our core values. Here, we're focusing specifically on um, people, innovation, collaboration, sustainability, and accountability. I hope you like it. So those are times where you want to make sure that, you know, the, the floor person or the general foreman um, is lifting that person up, you know, right. doing some, some teachable moments, if you will, N not only on on teaching, but caring, if you right. will. And I mean, even at Southland, you know, our core value is people, mm -hmm. you know, if our people don't feel cared for and considered, um, we have a miss, you know, as a company. Yep. But 
I'm glad to say that most of the times people do feel cared for and, and listened to. And that, that's where the, you know, that magic happens. If you get someone like that, <clears throat> they're more apt, you know, to say, hey, I saw this or, or I think this. Yeah. And we may encourage them as a leadership group. Or, hey, the first thing I want you to do is go talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Right. See what they say. If you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, then, hey, let's have another conversation. But I think the great thing ab- about being here is that we have the opportunity to, to pursue a lot of different ways of getting something done. You know, I think our people speak for themselves. And the people of Southland Hires, it really shows, like, hey, I've been here since I graduated college, and that's, that was 10-plus years ago. And yeah. I love my job, and I love, you know, showing people their passion and being passionate about what they do and um, who they're talking to and uh, just being present and, you know, laying it all out there. Like, this is what we're about. We're about family, community, people. Um, I think that's our core values, right? Like, we at the end of the day, it, it is a company and it is business, but um, sure. we're not a business without the people. The, the 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 other piece we touched on a little bit um, earlier in the conversation was the time commitment and being able to be realistic on on what you're willing to uh, invest and you know goals are a personal investment it's something that you're doing to, you know to invest in yourself and the folks around you and it takes time and you know you time is is a valuable thing in what we do we're very busy people so if you're not creating space for that growth. Uh, and being realistic on the onset, uh, the likelihood of it happening is, is low, right? And so if if I want to be better at the computer or I want to be better at mentoring someone or, okay, well, what time am I willing to do? And what does that look like in my schedule? And can I free up a couple hours a week and be consistent to create that space uh, to do the mentoring or to do the training and then from that, breaking down maybe another goal, what that training looks like and developing a, a, a plan for that. Never stop growing. Um, and with that, I do mean kind of keeping yourself vulnerable, keeping yourself vulnerable for different ideas. Um, you know, if you really think about just technology in general, things change quickly, regardless of what role you're in within our company or organization. Um, so being able to accept change, adapt to it, um, you're still, you know, have your input, have your opinions, um, you know, keep your passions with you and bring that to the table. Your, what is it that you have your expertise in, you know, like bring that to the group so that you can help share and, you know, be willing to hear others you know, definitely stay humble. It's okay if you don't have the answer. Uh, I think that's one of the, one of the things I've learned the hardest is one, I'm definitely a perfectionist. Um, I definitely don't like being wrong. I like to have all the facts so that I can be the one who like problem solves it, but that's not really the best route. It's not the most effective route. There's a lot of great talent within our organization who can truly help you and who have your best interest at heart. I think that's one of the um, greatest things I've learned within our organization is that your mentors could be vast. You, you know, you're able to leverage all of your peers 
um, across the divisions and branches and departments to collaborate and problem solve. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fantastic <clears throat> that we have the opportunity, you know, with Southland for the videos, training, you know, anything you can think of that you want, there's probably an ad- avenue to either get it or try it, right? It doesn't mean we have free reign to do whatever we want, but it's absolutely instilled in the culture that if you see something and you think there's a better way, we're going to listen to you. And most likely we're going to let you try it. You know, I mean, I've tried tons of things that, that have worked and tons of things that haven't worked. Um, but there, there, I can't think of a time, and most of my group, I think, would agree, that we said, hey, let's try this, and it was shot down. Yeah. Right? There might be questions, right, to go along with it, but sure. nothing wrong with that at all. So I think, I think ultimately <clears throat> it's great to see people, you know, with a light that comes on in their eyes when they're listened to, you know, when they're valued, you know, almost cared for. Oh, I'm so glad I did my internship here. I, it definitely prepared me for, again, all of the acronyms that are used (laughs) in construction. Um, All of the forms that you've got, you know, you fill out a lot of submittals on a job site. So having that kind of preface in my internship really helped me so that when I started full-time, you know, I was able to deliver those a lot faster mm-hmm. with a lot more accuracy um, instead of having that kind of learning curve that I'd have to get over as a new hire. I got that learning curve as an intern. Right. No, that's great. So even with you being just a month into um, – your full-time role, and you mentioned already what your biggest takeaway was, but what advice would you give to people who are starting out in their career at Southland? Advice I would give would be just try to learn as much as you can. Sit in and sit in on as many meetings as you can because that is really where you learn a lot of what's going on, how things are run, um, and those sort of things. I... It, it probably is very intimidating first starting because, you mm-hmm. know, you've got all these people, they have all this knowledge that, that maybe you don't have, but people here are so willing to to teach you and to sit down with you and explain things that you really can't go wrong asking someone for help in anything. And I think the biggest one for me is just always uh, collaboration, being able to communicate um, talk about it, just really try and get someone else's input or anything of that nature and be mindful and humble during your process. Just it's again, like it's okay not to have all the facts right away. It's okay to be a little lost, but you need to be humble and vulnerable and, you know, raise your hand. Like, Hey, I'm still kind of stuck here. Can I, I'm having a difficult time understanding how, you know, you're expressing this to me or showing me this. Can, you know, can we talk about it this way or another way? Like, you have to be honest with your peers and personnel and mentors and those who are helping guide you during your path in order for you to become more successful. Well, the most important thing that I've learned would have to be effective communication 
it's finding that balance between getting all the information across and also not rambling so much mm-hmm. that the person you're talking with has already checked out mentally. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for triathlon training, Ironman training, part of it for me was making sure that I was pacing myself enough to not get burnt out. And I think that's the biggest example of how I apply this to work. Um, it's a, We're in a really crazy industry and burnout is so common um making sure that you're pacing yourself not not even just throughout the day i mean everyone has a crazy day every once in a while but career wise i mean there's a lot of people would very much like to climb a ladder very fast that's not always the right answer if if you don't have the skills that you need to climb fast maybe take a step back and talk to a few different people and see see what else is there i mean i've I've tried to gain as much project management knowledge as I can, but I don't think I should be an operations manager tomorrow. I would say that there are two main components for me that make me look back and say that went really well. Um, The first one is accountability. And if you're working with a team and everybody's willing to take accountability for overall success of the effort, as well as their own individual contributions, then you're going to be in really good shape. Yeah. And then the second one kind of goes along with that as well. And that's trust. That's trusting that everyone else is accountable for their scope and that you don't need to double check every single thing that comes out of uh, somebody's work pile. Yeah. So, So those two things together, I think, will almost always yield a good result. Well, I hope you enjoyed our year in review. And if you have if you heard something in there that you liked and you didn't hear the full episode, be sure to check out those full episodes. We still have those hosted on stream. So check those out. And just want to say again, thank you to all of our guests for for joining us throughout the year and giving a little bit of themselves and their time. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for for joining us and listening in and hope everyone has a healthy and prosperous new year and be on the lookout for an announcement around sometime in January about what we're going to be doing for season two. Happy New Year. <laughs>